Welcome, this is Jessica Ortner and our time together is dedicated to feeling good within all of life's complexities. We'll be going on a wandering path, exploring topics like spirituality, productivity, and personal fulfillment. Because happiness is not a destination, it's an adventure. So welcome to Adventures in Happiness. Hi friend, it's just you and I today. I'm gonna be covering a topic that I'm really passionate about. Let me start off by just mentioning, if you are living in the Northern Hemisphere, then this week is the first week of spring. You wouldn't guess it because where I am in Connecticut, we're in the midst of a snowstorm. That being said, I do feel like spring is near. And if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you're not going into spring, you're moving towards winter, but we're all in this period right now where this there's a transition with the seasons. And when we have these moments in the year that we're in a transition, it's the perfect time to pause and begin to reflect on our own life and the transitions we'd like to make. I truly believe that when we reflect on our lives in these moments when the seasons are changing, it feels like the environment is supporting our desire to change because change is all around us. And so in the spirit of spring cleaning, we're going to be talking about clutter and clearing your space to create an environment that really supports your desire to grow, to change, to expand. I had a great show with Ken Lauer a few months ago. He's the feng shui expert. If you haven't listened to it, after this show, that's a great follow-up. I'm going to be talking about feng shui a little bit. I am not an expert in feng shui, which is why I had Ken But I feel like when I know that when you understand the basics of how your environment impacts you, you can begin to make changes in your surroundings that really make a difference in your emotional and your mental health. So in the spirit of spring cleaning, we're going to talk about clutter, about really taking a closer look at your space, and we're going to be doing some tapping. The reason that incorporating tapping is so important is that when it comes to our space, let's be real, when it comes to clutter, it's often not just stuff. There's emotions around that stuff. Clutter, which to me is just anything that we don't use, we don't need, and that doesn't bring us joy, just the extra stuff we have in our house. A lot of times we have a desire to let go of it. We have a desire to do a spring cleaning but the idea of starting feels really overwhelming. And then when we're faced with the decision to let go of things, the process of letting go can feel very difficult and bring up a lot of emotions. So if we're able to use this stress relief technique tapping, if we're, ever to, if we're able to have an honest conversation on how we're feeling, we'll find that we can ease into the spring cleaning, that we can actually find more joy and more ease. So let's start off by just chatting about clutter for a moment. Why does it really matter? Well, like I mentioned before, clutter is just anything that you don't use, you don't need, and that doesn't bring you joy. And researchers at the Princeton Neuroscience Institute found that a cluttered environment limits your ability to focus. 
There was a study which looked at how people performed on a task in a clutter environment versus an uncluttered environment, and it was very clear that the physical clutter increased stress and diminished performance. So if this is happening when we have to focus and do a task, how is our clutter impacting us every day when we get home from work, every day when we walk into that door? Our space really has an impact on our emotions. And I want to share a quick story, which I'm pretty sure I shared in my interview with Ken Lauer, but I'll be a quick recap. And this is what started my passion for looking at this topic. When I was a teenager in high school, my parents went through a very difficult financial situation. My dad's business was not doing well, and there was a tension in the home. We could feel it. This financial situation was impacting us on every level. And at the time, we had this old couch, and this old couch had these rips in it. It was completely falling apart. Financially, we couldn't buy another couch. Now, my mom is a brilliant doctor. She's a school psychologist. Uh, She's incredibly talented. But uh, fixing the couch and things like being a seamstress is not her forte. She did her best to put patches over the couch, which, in my opinion, made it look worse. And being this really self-conscious teenager, I found that I stopped inviting friends over. You know, my house was always the house that everybody came over. My parents always loved to have people in the house. And I just felt really embarrassed about our financial situation. I'm not proud of feeling embarrassed, but that's the reality of being a 16-year-old. I just didn't want other people to see the financial struggles that we were having. At the time, since my mom uh, didn't have the finances to change the couch, what she did do was go to the local library and she picked up a book about clearing clutter. And the book is actually called Clear Your Clutter with Feng Shui, and it's by Karen Kingston. It's one of those classics. And she stayed up really late reading it. The next day, which was, I guess, a Saturday or Sunday, I remember walking down the stairs and just seeing my mom with a big bag of things to donate. She was going around the house and letting things go. This was very out of the ordinary for my mother. My mother grew up in Argentina in a very small two-bedroom apartment with her two brothers and her mother, and she never had a bedroom. She just slept on the couch. And what I have seen in her life and in my client's life is that when you come from a background where you've struggled financially, what's very common is collecting clutter. When you feel like there is lack in your life, We hold on to everything. And when we hold on to everything, it also creates that overwhelming feeling. So it doesn't support us to get out of that financial situation, doesn't support us to think clearly or feel better. It's just kind of a reaction of feeling a sense of lack in your life is to hold on. And when my mother read this book, she really began to reflect on her own childhood and her own habits of collecting things and saw clearly how it was holding her back and really took a leap of faith because she's she'd never heard about feng shui before she wasn't sure about it but you know desperate times call for desperate measures so as she began to clear the house not only did she let go of things but she would go around the room and she would look at something on the wall 
And she would ask herself if she liked it, if it made her feel good. I know this sounds so simple, but sometimes we get a gift or we just bought something years ago and we have it on the wall. And when we look at it, it doesn't really inspire us. It doesn't make us feel good. For example, she had her mother give her this image. I think it was of a a crying saint. And every time she looked at the image, she just felt sad and depressed. I mean, it was an image of someone crying. And it was hard for her to let go of that because it was a gift from her mother. But she realized that she could take a moment and really appreciate the gift from her mom appreciate her that generosity and and kind of take in that gift of what that emotionally meant to her and let go of the thing let go of the object and as she began to go through the house and really ask herself what is making me feel good and what's making me feel bad just having that conversation she made little shifts without spending a dollar right we were on a very tight budget she didn't spend any money just by having that awareness, she was able to create a real transformation in the house. And I remember my brothers, Nick and Alex, coming home from college. I don't know if it was a break or it was the summer, but they got, they came home both together and they both started to complain because they thought, what? Like we leave for college and all of a sudden the house looks this nice? This is amazing. People would come into our house and they would ask us, oh, did you redecorate? Did you buy new furniture? Like, what did you do? It just feels amazing. And during this time, the couch was still there. I started inviting my own friends over and we were having a great time and suddenly those rips on the couch, they didn't bother me because the whole house just felt so good. Now, what's incredible about this time is a few weeks after, we noticed that my dad's business started to improve. Now, could it be coincidence? Maybe. But I do believe that when we're in an environment where we just feel better, when we can relax, when we can stay open to ideas, it begins to improve all these different aspects of our lives. And the truth is, I do believe that when it comes to feng shui, there is some magic because I have heard just extraordinary stories of people making small changes. So a few things I want to invite you to do. I want to talk about, we're talking about clutter and we can do some tapping around the emotions, the struggle to let go. And then we'll also look at, take a moment to kind of look at your space to figure out how things make you feel. So on that note, because those consist of just some advice, let me go there first and then we're going to end with, with tapping on letting go of clutter. I worked with a client who, it's actually a woman who took one of my online courses. And when she was invited to look at her space, she realized that her bookshelves were just filled with books about painful, dramatic romances. And at the time, she was in a relationship that she knew was going nowhere. They were constantly fighting. It was back and forth. She'd break break it off and come back. He'd break it off and he'd come back. And the whole thing was just so difficult and drama-filled. And yet she felt a bit addicted. She could see her pattern. She knew it wasn't right. She didn't want to be in that situation. But it was just all she knew. And there was a part of her that just felt like she couldn't let go. And when she finally had the awareness of, wow, I am literally surrounding myself with stories 
of drama and heartbreak. She decided she wanted to do something different. So she took all those books off her shelf and she donated them to the local library. She later wrote to me to tell me the emotional impact that had on her, that it was like symbolically she was telling the universe, I don't want these to be my stories anymore. I don't want this to be impacting anymore. And with just that that first step of being able to clear this, the, all these books and to really claim that she was getting rid of that story, she was able to break off the relationship in a way that made her feel really empowered. So as we look at spring cleaning, I don't think we should limit ourselves to be like, oh, this is just to make our house look nicer. I think it's important to look at changes we want to make in our life and see how these changes in our environment can support us. A great way to do that is to have an intention behind every action you take when it comes to spring cleaning. So for example, if if you're thinking to yourself, the change I would like to make is with my health and wellness. That's where I'd like to change. So when it comes to your environment, the best place to start is your kitchen, is to open up those cabinets and ask yourself, is everything that I have here, is it supportive? Is this environment supportive of my goal? And if it's not, then as you clean out the cabinets in your kitchen, you can just affirm to yourself, as I clean out the cabinets in my kitchen, I usher in health and vitality. That's a great mantra. And the reason I think this step is important is that when we create meaning around a task, we can make that task so much more enjoyable. It's easier to stick with it. Uh, In my interview with Ken Lauer, he talked about the importance of your front door. And opening your front door and really looking around and asking yourself, does my home feel welcoming? And so if the only thing you want to do is just to look at the entrance of your house, you can begin to look around and you can and you can begin to let go or change things. And a great affirmation is, as I put away the pile of shoes in my front door, if that's all you want to do, I feel welcomed and comfortable in my own house. Right? So that's another affirmation. Um, As I let go of clothes that don't spark joy, I feel like I fit into my own life. Sometimes we have clothes in our closet that we've had for 20 years that just don't fit us anymore. And that often makes us feel like we just don't fit into our own life. So these are some simple affirmations to give it meaning. I know Louise Hay had a great example of cleaning a closet and saying, as I clean this closet, I clean out the parts of my mind. I clean out my mind or I I let go of limiting beliefs that are holding me back. Whatever you decide to do, give it some symbolism. Give it some meaning. It's fun. And I've just seen it do miracles. So so that's the first step. Give, Give things a meaning. Now, let's talk about the struggle of letting go, the overwhelm. When it's time to do some spring cleaning, and and actually, let me just pause for one second. We're all on a spectrum here. We have, I know people struggle with hoarding, um, and it can get very bad to the point that you don't invite friends over. Um, Or it could be that your house is clean, but the back of your car is just always a mess. Or you just have that one drawer in your office desk that you don't even like to open because it feels overwhelming. So I'm really trying to cater this information to both sides. Now, if you are in the extent of of hoarding, 
it's so important to look at the emotions. A lot of times, if we've had someone pass away in our life, we take in all of their things, and it's very difficult for us to let go because of the memory. And that is something to work on on its own, to really look at the grief we might feel. And that might be a, a softer process. doesn't mean you have to give things away all at once, but you can do a process where you keep the memory of the person, but you let go of the thing. And you know what? I actually have a tapping meditation on that, so we're going to do that as well. So let me just make myself a note as I'm going with the flow here. So we're going to do tapping on keeping the memory and letting go of the thing. But before we do that, I think a great place to start is to tap on the overwhelm that comes with clutter. If you look at a space in your house where there's a lot of clutter and you feel overwhelmed, that is a natural reaction. Clutter is overwhelming. This is why it's so important to address it. And yet the reason we often avoid it because it can feel too much. And the truth is when you begin to look at your clutter and begin to let go of things and begin to uh, organize things, it often gets really messy before it gets better. Have you ever had that experience where you start cleaning out a closet and then all of a sudden, 30 minutes in, you look around the floor and it's just like, there's so much stuff and you're already tired. I think we've all been there. And if we can just ease, let go of a bit of that overwhelm to feel calm and centered, then we can move through that moment. We can go through it without feeling like we're suffering. Because if we feel overwhelmed, if we feel like clearing clutter is painful, then we won't do it. All right. So a great place to start is simply untapping on the overwhelm around clutter. And so let's do that now. Let's have an experience. If you are uh, in a car, I wouldn't recommend doing this. You can uh, come back to this in a future time, but hopefully you can just take a moment. The tapping won't be very long to just be able to sit in a comfortable place and let's have uh, let's have an experience. For those of you who don't know about tapping, I always make the joke, it's so corny, but it's true. Everybody thinks I'm like a tap dancer. It's not dancing. It's tapping on acupressure points to relieve stress. When we have a thought, an emotion, we don't just have it in our head. We feel it with our whole body. We have that not in our stomach, that pain in our neck, that weight on our shoulders. We feel emotions with our whole body, which is why it's so important to have this mind-body technique. When we allow ourselves to be very honest with how we feel and say, I'm completely overwhelmed, I'm embarrassed, how did it how did I let it get this bad? When we just allow ourselves to run the tape that we run in our own mind as we tap on these acupressure points, what happens is we're having that thought and tapping. And as we tap, we're sending this calming signal to the brain. We're allowing our body to relax. And when we're able to feel more relaxed and calm and we have a negative thought, because our body feels calm, it's easier to look at that thought and think, is that really true? Is that really how I feel? A lot of times these negative thoughts, the reason that they have a hold on us is not the thought itself. It's the physical reaction is that it just feels true. It feels overwhelming. And so when we change how the body responds to a thought, then we are now in control to choose our thoughts. So if you want to learn more about tapping, if you want to see where all the tapping points are, you can go to thetappingsolution.com. I have a, a video 
But as we tap, I'm going to mention where the tapping points are. And it's a very forgiving process. So just go with the flow, experiment. Let's see what happens. So let's begin by just noticing what it feels like when you just think about this spring cleaning, about letting go of the clutter. And maybe you want to be specific on an area of your house. Maybe it's that garage that you haven't been able to park a car in for years. Maybe it's just a simple drawer that stresses you out. Or maybe it's a room. What we want to do here, we don't want to work on the whole house. We want to figure out where we want to start. And when you know where you want to start, think about clearing the clutter. Think about making the decision that, yes, I'm going to do this. And notice if you have any tension in your body, any feelings of overwhelm. Notice how it feels and just give it a number from 0 to 10. 10 being incredibly overwhelmed. I just don't even want to think about it. 0 is you feel at peace. It's, it's more neutral. You don't have any strong emotions either way. So 0 to 10, how do you feel when you think about addressing this clutter? All right? And let's just begin now by taking a deep, calming breath. Inhale. And exhale. We start by tapping on the karate chop point, on the side of the hand. And we're gonna start with the setup statement where we simply give a voice to how we feel and we allow ourselves just to accept how we feel, just to have an honest conversation. So tap on the side of the hand and simply repeat after me. Even though I feel completely overwhelmed when I think about clearing clutter, I accept myself and how I feel. We're going to say it two more times. You can say it out loud or in your own mind. Even though I feel completely overwhelmed when I think about clearing clutter, I accept myself and how I feel. And one last time, even though I feel completely overwhelmed when I think about clearing clutter, I accept myself and how I feel. Now we're gonna tap on the rest of the points while simply giving a voice. We start by just giving a voice to the emotions, being honest with ourselves. So tapping on the eyebrow point, all of this clutter side of the eye, how did I let it get so bad? under eye, just thinking about it makes me feel overwhelmed. Under the nose, it's just too much. Under mouth, 
I know I should do something about it. Collarbone, but my life already feels overwhelming. Under the arm, I already have so much on my plate. Top of head, I keep putting it off. Back on the eyebrow point, I keep telling myself I'll get to this clutter. Side of eye, but that day never seems to come. Under eye, I acknowledge my resistance. Under nose, clutter by nature is overwhelming. Under mouth, no wonder this has felt hard. Collarbone, I acknowledge any other feelings that arise. Underarm, when I think about my clutter. Top of head, I recognize any disappointment I feel. Eyebrow, when I think about my clutter. Side of eye, I recognize any worry, fear, or shame. Under eye, that arise when I think about my clutter. Under nose, facing this clutter has felt overwhelming. Under mouth, because I've had to face my own judgments. Collarbone, maybe I can be easy on myself. Underarm, maybe I can approach this clutter with a compassionate heart. Top of head, maybe this can be easier than I thought. Eyebrow, maybe clearing this clutter can actually feel good.
side of eye. I don't have to do it all at once. Under eye, I can start small. Under nose, and I savor every little win. Under mouth, I notice how good it feels to take one step. Collarbone, then the next step feels easier. Underarm, maybe I can enjoy this process. Top of head, maybe this is the fresh start I've been looking for. Eyebrow, as I clear clutter in my house. Side of eye, I clear the clutter in my mind. Under eye, when I celebrate every small step. Under nose, the next step feels easier. Under mouth, as I let go of what I don't love. Collarbone, I make room for more love in my life. Underarm, as I organize my space. Top of head, my life feels more organized. Eyebrow, I release the need to do it perfectly. Side of eye, every small step forward brings me closer to what I desire. Under eye, it feels good to let go. Under nose, it feels good to reclaim my space. Under mouth, I find the joy in letting go. Collarbone, my environment supports my dreams. Underarm, I make room in my life for miracles. Top of head, and I find the joy in every step. Take a deep cleansing breath. 
And as you exhale, simply notice how you feel in your body. I like to move my shoulders around and notice myself feeling more relaxed. And take a moment to think about clearing clutter, what that means. When you think about that room, that closet, that drawer that you were thinking about previously, when you think about the action of clearing clutter, of taking that time, how do you feel now? Notice the intensity, think about the overwhelm. How overwhelming does it feel from zero to 10? And notice how that number shifted. You may have noticed that during the tapping, there was a certain phrase that really stood out to you. If it did, write that down. And as you continue to tap on your own, you can incorporate that. Another strategy is that when you are facing the things without even needing to say anything, you can simply look at that clutter in front of you and just tap until you can look at it and feel calm. That's another great strategy. So I hope that you enjoyed that tapping. In the notes, I'm going to mark the time that we started the tapping. So if you want to come back to this at any moment, you can fast forward this audio and go directly to this tapping. With that, we still have more tapping ahead of us. Uh, I'd love to address, because I know this is such a big deal, is letting go of something that was a gift or something that you inherited. It doesn't mean that you need to let go of everything, but if something feels overwhelming, if it doesn't feel like it is aligned to the future that you want, it is important to let go. And with that, sometimes a lot of guilt can come up. I think we've all had that experience where we have that one aunt that went to Arizona and bought us some weird statue, and now we have that statue in our house. And although we've never been to Arizona and we don't really have any uh, positive feelings about this statue, it's sweet that she gave it to you and, you know, you feel a bit guilty letting it go. Uh, So maybe you don't have an aunt who went to Arizona, but I think a lot of us can relate to that type of situation. Another way that this challenge comes up is holding on to a lot of sentimental things. There's a difference between having a few pieces of your child's artwork uh, compared to boxes and boxes. There's a difference between having, you know, something sentimental from your grandmother and having a storage unit that you're paying monthly to store all these things that are hard to let go of. So the tapping meditation that we're about to do is called keeping the memory and letting go of the object. And this is to help release some of the guilt. And this isn't a tapping meditation to make you let go of things. It's just to release the guilt to feel better letting go. And when you feel like you're in control, again, you can better look at the situation and figure out what you want to keep, what you're ready to let go of. So you can focus on an object that you're struggling to release because it's sentimental Maybe it's like this pile of old Christmas cards that you don't even look at, but they're taking a lot of space in your closet. Think about what that is in your life, what you've been holding on to that you don't really like, but you feel a bit guilty. You feel a bit bad letting it go. And notice your resistance to letting it go, how uncomfortable it makes you feel. And if you'd like, you can even just notice any tension in your body 
and give the tension in your body or that resistance uh, a number from 0 to 10. 10 being I can't. I absolutely can't let go of this thing. I know I want to, but I can't. And 0 feeling relaxed and in control and with the power to let go of what you don't need. We're going to start now by just taking a deep calming breath. And tapping on the karate chop point, repeat after me. Even though part of me wants to let go of this, and another part of me feels guilty, I honor all of my feelings. And remember it's safe to let go. Even though part of me wants to let go of this, and another part of me feels guilty, I honor all these parts of me And I remember it's safe to let go. And one last time, even though part of me wants to let go of this. And another part of me feels guilty. I honor all my feelings. And remember it's safe to let go. Tapping on your eyebrow point, part of me wants to let this go. Side of the eye, I know it's time to make more room in my life. Under eye, but it has sentimental value. Under nose, it reminds me of a special time in my life. Under mouth, it reminds me of a special someone. Collarbone, and I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Underarm, if I let go. Top of head, I recognize these conflicting feelings. Eyebrow, part of me wants to let it go. Side of eye, and another part of me feels guilty. Under eye, I recognize all this guilt around letting go. Under nose, all of this resistance. Under mouth, I honor the part of me that wants to hold on. 
collarbone. What am I trying to hold on to? Underarm. Am I trying to hold on to an object? Top of head. Or am I really trying to hold on to a memory? Eyebrow. I've been trying to hold on to a person. Side of eye. I've been trying to hold on to a special time in my life. Under eye. I've been trying to hold on to a memory. Under nose. But these memories aren't within this stuff. Under mouth, these memories are within me. Collarbone, I hold on to the memory. Underarm, and release the object. Top of head. By releasing objects from the past, eyebrow, I put my energy and attention on my future. Side of eye, these memories are part of who I am. Under eye, I cherish these memories. Under the nose, these memories are not within these things. Under mouth, these memories are within me. Collarbone, I hold on to the memories. Underarm and release the object. Top of the head, this object is ready for a new home. Eyebrow, I hold on to love. Side of eye and release this object. Under eye, I hold on to this memory. Under nose, and release this object. Under mouth, my past is important to me. Collarbone, and so is my future. Underarm, I make room for a bright future. Top of head, by releasing what I don't truly need or want. 
eyebrow. I hold on to these memories. Side of the eye, I honor my past. Under eye, I honor my future. Under nose, I embrace this memory. Under mouth, and release this object. Collarbone, it is safe to let go. Underarm, I'm making room for more. Top of head, knowing that special memories always live within me. Take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, just notice how you feel in your body. Think about letting go of that thing or those things. Does it feel easier? Do you feel ready to let go of that object knowing that that memory will live inside of you forever. (sighs) And this is something that you can come back to again and again. And I wanna mention one more time, this isn't about getting rid of everything. It's about really looking at your life and making sure the things that you have around you support your bright future, they support your goals, they make you feel good. This is about surrounding yourself in a space that supports your growth and your future. And so come back to this tapping anytime you need to. And what I invite you to do in these next coming weeks is to really take that time to not only look at what you're ready to let go of, but to take a moment and look at your space and notice how it makes you feel. Your home communicates to you. What is your home communicating? And have a conscious conversation with yourself, a conversation with your space to make sure that you live in a home that really supports your desires. And when you do that, when you start to do it a little bit, when you clear some space, when you make one room feel good, it's so much easier to keep going because you truly experience the difference that it makes. Well, I hope that you enjoyed tapping with me today. It's been a pleasure to share this with you. Reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Jessica Ortner. Let me know what you thought. I love to see before and after photos. So if you take a before picture and then do some tapping and some clearing, I'd love to see your progress. I'm cheering you on. And if you like this episode and you think someone else can benefit it, please share it. Like I love to say, it's an act of love. So spread the love. Until next time, everyone, take care and keep tapping. Keep tapping.